0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Well, much to the protestations of Alejandro Solana, we're going to play Phil Collins and Genesis songs all afternoon because it's Phil Collins' 73rd birthday. And Billy Don't Lose My Number is a banger. Nice job, Jimmy. <laughs> I can't get nobody, can I? Nope, not today. <laughs> Actually, Jimmy, he's got a very famous uh, duet with Philip Bailey. Isn't the easy lover? Isn't that uh, Phil Collins and Philip Bailey? That's what you are. No. no. She's oh. an
0: easy lover. To mm-hmm. break your heart, but you mm. will feel
1: it. Mm. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. Bill
2: Collins and Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So we'll give you a little nod today.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. A little
2: nod today for uh, <laughs> Bill Collins' birthday. Solana is arguing it's Kid Cudi's birthday. We should be playing his music all day, but that will not happen. Solana also arguing via text that uh, Karuba Lion has a story on New York Post about their tour. Know what's going
3: on there. <laughs> it's Krungbin, And I'd argue Kit Cuddy and Krungbin are more popular today than Phil Collins.
1: Oh no. goodness. I don't Solana, I don't even I don't even know Phil Collins and I know he's more
2: yeah, I mean of course for Hurricanes fans, especially
1: Hurricanes oh, fans. That's that's in the
3: air tonight. That that's that's synonymous with the Miami Heat. Not, nope. not her Kings Wh- fan. What?
1: Listen. What are you I'm talking about? I'm telling you,
0: you. What? what
2: he, is hey, Jimmy, has Solana been drinking before the show? I don't know. Go in there and give him a blood test real quick. Yeah. Sure. I'll do give it in a right now. a breathalyzer. What's you know that one of those pocket
1: <laughs> breathalyzers? I always carry one with me. What's really Talk in over that over whey here. protein pouch? <laughs> I'm telling you. I've told you before, there are guys that don't care about music, all races and ages and colors and whatever you want to say. When that damn air of night comes on, everybody starts singing.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's synonymous with the 2006 Miami Heat title team, and then they brought it back with the 2011 title team as well. Uh, Listen, I, I don't want to hear as
2: bad as the Hurricanes have been. Nothing about the Heat today positive. Not the music, not the popcorn. Nothing. My betting lines. <laughs> my oh, I mean, they're giving you free money at the Hard Rock. <laughs> Hitting them in the head. Router and I were both all over Phoenix last night. <laughs> I mean, they are giving away free money. Why was? In all honesty, Solana, because I kind of asked this yesterday. Why were the Heat three and a half
3: point favorites last night? I don't know. Really, I I don't know. Um, there there's a couple reasons that I could think, and I talked about it before the game on preheat, which is. Suns had lost two straight. They're on the second night of a back-to-back. Two straight to Eastern Conference teams, and they didn't play very well in those games. They only shot 14 three-pointers against Orlando on Sunday, which is insane. They made 14 last night, just to give you an idea of how different the game went. The Miami Heat had lost six straight, and under head coach Eric Spolscher, they had never lost seven straight. So I I think Vegas felt like the Heat are going to get this one. Second night of a back-to-back, Bradley Beal had a broken nose. He was playing in a mask. I think Vegas just thought, Coach Spo doesn't lose seven straight. The Heat are going to get one at some point. And clearly they were wrong about last night. Who, who do they have
2: next on the schedule? Who do they play tomorrow?
3: Oh, it gets super easy. Sacramento tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who's that? Vlade Divac? Yeah, who Vlade Divac and
3: Chris
1: Webber are suiting up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got them. <laughs> Chris Weber's is going to drop 32
2: something is awry at Biscayne Boulevard I I mean because I'm seeing it again we talked about it yesterday you know he Twitter and social media and it it obviously did not calm down and now everybody's kind of gravitating towards this Tyler hero angle which is now you're shaking your head if, because you don't think it's an angle or you don't like what he
3: said. No, I mean, I, I what he said yesterday immediately struck me as, wow, that's interesting. Is he deferred? You don't be- normally hear that. First of all, from a
2: heat player, for sure, which essentially Tyler is saying what I'm not doing what I'm comfortable doing, but they're asking me to play this way. So I'm going to do it.
3: He said that he's, he's, trying to be more of a catch-and-shoot three-point player, which, by the way, that's evident over the past month or so, where he's not taking mid-range shots. Again, yesterday, 18 shot attempts, only five weren't threes, and he only made three-pointers yesterday. Like, that's not Tyler Hero's game. Uh, He's a good player from behind the arc, but he's not Kyle Korver, where he's just catch-and-shoot threes, you know? Like, that's not his game. Uh, And he said yesterday I'm doing that to try to help the offense more, essentially. Like, I'm deferring to just play this style to help the offense more. And he kind of made it seem like the coaching staff told him to do that. I mean, one, you don't see Heat players say that the coaching staff told them to do something that's been hurting the team. And two, like, why would the coaching staff want Tyler Hero, who they're paying a boatload of money and they keep him in the starting lineup, to just be a catch and shoot three point player. That doesn't make sense to me. So, something's off there.
2: Is it to make Terry Rozier a little more comfortable? Like, hey, let Terry Rozier do what he was doing, he'll kick it out to you and just
3: fire up some threes,
2: but we'll figure it out as the season goes on.
3: I don't think so because this was an issue prior to Rozier being traded here. You know, like yeah. I've been I've been upset about Tyler Hero's game Specifically this, where he's not getting to the free-throw line. He's not getting into the mid-range. Like, we we talk so much about the baby float, you know, and and he's not doing that. This is pretty as hell, and it happens to be. Like, it's such a great area of his game. He's excellent in the mid-range and in the two-man game with Bam off the dribble. And he hasn't been doing that lately. He's just shooting threes. Like, he's Kyle Korver right now. And, and, Hawk, I shook my head because Heat Twitter's answer to all these problems is Hero should be in the second unit. Bench Tyler Hero. And by the way, I'm not saying I, I disagree with Hero probably being better in the second unit because the numbers clearly show you that Tyler Hero in the starting lineup with Jimmy and Bam over a year and a half, they're below 500. So I'm not saying I'm against it, but the idea that that's the fix that's the difference between them getting blown out three straight games against three legitimate teams and them, you know, being great again as they were when they were eight games above 500 is just silly. like that that's not the difference between the heat looking like garbage, which they do and the heat being good because Tyler Hero, for a lot of the game, isn't playing with the starters anyways, and they still look like crap in those minutes.
1: No, but uh, I would say I would say too to t- to answer Tyler, I guess. Or, well, I guess, trust Spo more. Is Spo trying to figure it out? He's trying to figure out the best approach to this team and what they're going through. Seven losses in a row. And we talked about it. They couldn't even get to triple digits most of the games. Like Spo's trying to work through it. Tyler's the three. I don't know what Terry here might have went to the four where now he can't do that. He can't do the dribbling. He can't do the penetrating ball-dominant stuff where Spoh's trying to figure out how to use Terry and Bam and Jimmy. Bam and Jimmy are one and two, no matter who the hell's on this team. So he's trying to figure it out. That's why it was surprising to me to question Spoh's coaching because I trust Spoh more than anybody on that damn quarter in that building.
2: And you got to give him the benefit of the doubt, Spoh, where you know we talked yesterday about Jimmy Butler not really – very concerned about the regular season, knows when the playoffs come around. So if Spos going to tinker a little bit and figure things out and what someone's role might be, this is the time to do it, even though it's not fun. And I guarantee you, he's not doing it with the intention of losing seven in a row. Like that's not the intention, but obviously they're tinkering on some things. You kind of poo-poo it, but I think it is a one-way ticket to the second unit. I'm not calling it the bench like you did I think this has second unit written all over it for Tyler Hero.
1: Just think about what you just said. For some reason, Spo needed a person to be a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, right? Bam and Jimmy aren't going to be that guy. They're not built like that. Now, I have three. You say one, two, three. My third guy is the better three-point shooter. I want a guy to just stand there, catch-and-shoot. It's going to be Tyler if I make that decision.
3: I'm not against it again, by the way. like I, I, I think the numbers are showing you. What the obvious change needs to be. So, like, I'm, I'm cool if Spo decides to do that. I just think, a, he's not going to. He said it again today that he thinks Hero and Rozier can be an excellent backcourt together. I, I think.
0: Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: They would have done it by now if they were going to do it. And B, that still, to me, doesn't fix the deeper issues with this team, which is the fact that they don't try. (laughs) Like, they're not. Well, I mean, no, the, the, the deeper issue you've pointed out, when Bam,
2: Jimmy, and Tyler are on the court together, it doesn't seem to be working. So if that's a major issue, get Tyler off the court when they're out there and maybe that'll solve the
3: but, issue. But I still think, Hawk, like there's a deeper issue of, hey, they don't play with the level of intensity that they need to be playing with right now until they're down 14 or until they're down 26. Like go go watch the, the start of the fourth quarter yesterday. That team that makes it interesting, like they cut it to 11. I, I, I realize it was a blowout. That team, the, the type of intensity they played with on both ends of the floor, is a totally different team than the team that came out at the third quarter down 13 and just let the Suns outscore them by 10 points anyways to be down 26. Like, a totally different team. And to me, that's the bigger issue. Yes, Tyler, Jimmy, and Bam on the floor aren't working, and I'm down for whatever changes the coaching staff decides to do. But that isn't the end-all, be-all fix. They have to play hard. They have to for four quarters, and they're not. Jimmy Butler yesterday did. Bam Adebayo couldn't put the ball in the damn ocean
1: yesterday. Explain this to me, because this side, the offensive side, I think, hell, we talked about that. How about them giving up 118, 125, and 143 back-to-back-to-back games? They're not going to get to 120, so they got to start locking down defensively, and I don't know where the hell that went, because Jimmy's a great defender. Bam's a great defender. Tyler's okay. You say Terry's not that good. He's not known for it, but I think that side of the court, and we talked about it. Some smart people came on. They get no fast break points because they get no turnovers. Like that's the side of the court I think effort. is a bigger issue. Effort, effort. Yeah, literally. But that's not coaching. That's on the players, right? Like, right. I mean, it,
2: you know, you're at this level. Like that. I don't. I don't think that there's anything Spoke can do in that particular
3: arena. Crowder, they're down 13 at halftime. It's not an an insurmountable deficit. That happens in the NBA all the time. Go watch the third quarter. The way that they played that third quarter, it's infuriating. And then watch the fourth quarter. You're like, what the hell? It's the same players, but it's two totally different teams. And I'm I'm not talking just about shot making. Like, hey, sometimes you miss shots, sometimes you make them. Bro, two different teams in terms of intensity on the defensive end. And that to me is the biggest issue, right? Like, it's infuriating to watch that play out night in and night out as you're early line for tomorrow doing something
1: that hasn't been done in 17 years. I don't think they can hold a team under hundred points if they let them play with six. (laughs) (laughs) Defense is bad, man. T-Mobile
0: has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.